No, I'm always like, I'm always like, maybe this will be my Slumdog Millionaire. Like, this will be like the the trivia that's connected (laughs) to the specific store in my life. (laughs) Always waiting for my Slumdog Millionaire. Specifically curated to Hannah and her life and her experiences. Then someone's going to beat me up because they're like, how'd you know? That sounds like so much fun. (laughs) It's just all of the things that we know you've experienced and you just got to like, reach back there a little I gotta bit. be like yeah. hold up let me check my memory palace <laughs> <laughs> this is disastrous welcome I'm Amanda I'm oh. Hannah and this is a show where we talk disasters some are big and bad and some are little and cute yeah. no I don't I don't think I would describe it as a little I, and cute but you know, I think I'm trying to think of like what we've even done. I think some are localized and some are international. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And some bring on like this big wave of panic across, you know, hundreds and thousands of people and miles. And some <laughs> is just me spilling coffee on myself. So, and you. <laughs> and all, not all disasters are created equal. I don't think that's true. Really but I not. do think they all deserve their moment in the sun. Yes, absolutely. They all deserve to shine. Um, So what are we talking about today? Well, this week, Amanda texted me and was like, what's our topic going to be? And I was like, I'm at the beach. I don't feel like thinking hard. We're doing beaches. (laughs) (laughs) What's in front of me now? (laughs) (laughs) Let me go 180 degrees with my eyes. Mm, Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Clever. (laughs) And I was kind of like Lameo. And Amanda was like, yeah, sounds good. I was like, let's go. (laughs) I'm totally down. Yes. Um, Yeah, there were a couple kind of gnarlier ones. One, Mm. uh, I don't know if you saw this one, but it was like the beach was full of dioxide or something and people were like slowly dying and uh, it's like now a ghost town, this whole (gasps) beach town. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research on that and I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go shark attacks. (laughs) Just swing the other direction. <laughs> Go more but cinematic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, um, my Instagram handle is shark based on like yeah. the sun brand. Sun yeah. brand for us. So do you want to go first this time? I can for sure. Because um, mine is land based. <laughs> I don't oh, know why that but... means I should go first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the safest thing you can do at the beach? Mm, sunbathe? Sure. Just, like, not get in the water? Yeah. Maybe make a sandcastle? Actually, though, there are dangers on land. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. One of the biggest dangers at the beach that people don't really know about, maybe not one of the biggest dangers, but one that people don't know about, is sandhole collapses. Oh, my God. Did you ever do that as a kid? Just, like, oh, dig a giant pit? I do that as an adult. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, we're talking about, like, when you just spend the day and you just dig a giant mm-hmm. hole. And mm-hmm. it's super fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a kid, 
I'm like looking back on it and I was like, oh my God, we were dicks. When I was a kid, it was like <laughs> me and my siblings or like my cousins probably. We used to like dig giant holes and then like put a towel over it. Oh! <laughs> to try and like trick someone. <laughs> Did it ever work? Yeah, we killed a lady actually. I think it worked on me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Hannah's just like, oh, today was fun, guys. Remember that whole, holy shit! <laughs> It was a hole I helped build. <laughs> like, hey, guys, where do we put that hole again? Guess we'll step remember. right on this towel. <laughs> That's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> hey, guys, all our towels are over there. I'm going to go sit on this one. Um, even not knowing about sandhole collapses, like, that's a dick move because people could break their little legs. But, oh, like, I was going to say, depending on how, like, big the hole is, you could definitely drop in and break a leg. Spooky. But there is something about digging a giant hole that's, like, so tempting. But now it's not going to be as tempting to me. Okay. <laughs> I can't lie. So Bradley Marin, who is an associate professor at Harvard Medical School, released a correspondence to the New England Journal of Medicine to inform people of the danger of big old sand holes. And he urged people to be safer about it. Um, this was a 2007 journal. And he cited 52 documented cases of sandhole collapses between 97 and 2007. Um, oh, my God. Which isn't like a shit ton, but it's still like average five a year. Yeah. I was going to say that sounds pretty frequent, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, oh, 60% of the cases were fatal. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What is... What is happening? I didn't even know a sandal could yeah. collapse. So basically what happens is um, when sand is wet, it's like it has better structural integrity. So like when right. you're digging a sand hole, you're going to be probably like a little closer to the shoreline and mm-hmm. you it just like holds together better. Like when you make a sandcastle, you get shit wet. Yeah. But when it dries, the the sand will start to like fall on itself and yeah, the walls it will become, to crumble. Exactly. It becomes completely yeah. like structurally unsound and it'll okay. just like, like sink in on itself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, huh. I'm trying to like picture it in my mind and I'm like, me too. Yeah. Do we know anybody in like animation that could maybe draw us like a little picture or <laughs> something? Someone make us a short film, just a scientist with great art skills. So sand will collapse in on itself. The hole collapses in on itself. And apparently people will just like vanish from sight. No trace of like where the hole was. No trace of like, like where the victim is. Like, it's, oh my god! Because it collapses that fully that it's just like gone. And like <gasps> think like the way sand moves, it's just like it yeah. truly sounds like something out of like a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah, that's uh, like Final Destination type shit. It sounds really scary. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So can you even imagine like your, you know friends in a hole like digging like hey isn't this awesome and then poof, mm-hmm. they're vanished and it's like they there was no hole there was nobody in it's there insane. like insane what a nightmare when people are trapped inside the hole they're basically like drowning on in sand yeah because there's no air exactly but unlike water sand weighs more oh. sand weighs like almost double the amount that like water weighs <laughs> So you can't, like, swim to the top. 
Exactly. So it's wow. <laughs> every single article I read for some reason must have pulled the same stat because yeah. every cubic foot of sand weighs like 112 pounds. And so all the articles were like, it's like a young boy standing on you <laughs> for oh. every cubic foot. And I was like, why is this what? the like image you're giving me? Why is it a young boy? I know, right? Why, why isn't it like a big fish or a dog? <laughs> Yeah, right. They're like, no, everyone's lifted a young lad. Yes, it's like, you know, how much a young lad weighs. And you're like, I don't, I'm not going around picking up kids. I got arrested last time. No. I've lifted a 20-pound cat. Is that, is that something? Five times that. Five times that cat. Like how much I measure height by like me Mm -hmm. stacking myself on top of myself. (laughs) Exactly. You measure weight and cat amounts. So yeah, I weigh about six or seven cats. Yeah. That's right. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. I wish that articles would just be like 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 a hundred pounds, as if a one hundred pound weight was on you. You know, like <laughs> like just keeping it simple. Sure, yeah. I'm on board for that. Like it makes more sense than a young boy. I know. It's so like they all said that. It was <laughs> really weirdos. Really took me out. Um <laughs> And then the other thing that's kind of tricky is, like, it's hard to rescue people from that because there's no trace. When you start to dig dry sand, it just fills back in. And you can't, like, shove a shovel in there. No, because you'll bonk them on the head. Exactly. You don't know where they are. Take their head off. Exactly. So, like, rescuers, I think, literally have to, like, use their hands or, like, buckets or, like... Whatever that isn't like a metal shovel. Well, and if, say you're at the bottom of a, like, I don't know, five foot hole and the sand piles back in on top of you, does that, like, how long did it take to to dig that hole? It would take just as long, probably longer to dig, like, back out. And I mean, even like, if you get like a hand on them, that's going to be like pretty heavy. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Oh my gosh. Uh, so there were a ton of stories that popped up. Like uh, Marin's research in 2007 said, there were 52 between 97 and 07. But then like in the last decade, there were like a shit ton that popped up. Really? So, yeah. Is it because like hole digging became way more popular or? Uh, maybe just like people re- reporting shit more. But oh, just, like, oh, that makes more sense. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like back in the 90s they were just like oh yeah man steve like got covered in that hole Oof. we probably shouldn't tell anybody <laughs> um so some of the stories uh just to make us more sad as we was, do mm-hmm. so in august of 2012 a 19 year old college student from south korea named mingyu sung um his american name was paul and he died on a beach in Oxnard, California at a mm. daytime beach bash thrown by his college. Oh. And he was at the bottom of a six to eight foot deep pit and he was trying to take a photo. Oh, he was just like, look at this hole I dug. Oh, no. Mm. Oh. Uh, in 2012, a 12 year old boy died when a tunnel he was digging collapsed. 2014, Someone else was, like, tunneling between two different holes. I 
I feel like the tunnel is where I would draw the line. Do you know what I mean? Like, the tunnel might be where I stop. I'm like, yeah, there's a hole. I'm standing in it. I have, like, you know, I can see the sky above mm-hmm. me. It's no big deal. I can breathe tons of air. But then, like, a tunnel underneath sand, I'd be like. Yeah. The tunnel, I wouldn't, like, feel safe doing that. But also, like, I say right. that now after doing this research. <laughs> like, who knows? I was going to say, maybe that's the impact that... Well, and I think probably, too, when we were, like, small children, we would have been like, what's going to happen? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2014, there was a nine-year-old girl. Um, She was uncovered in five minutes, but that was still too late. Too long. I know. There are a lot more in 2014. There was another man. 2015, there's a 12-year-old boy. And then these... Uh, 2020, there was an eight-year-old boy who was rescued, actually. Yeah. Great. Yeah, which Yay. is like, oh, such a relief. Oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> to oh, get geez. one. Yes. Um, And he vanished into an eight-foot hole, which is like, if you're eight years old, that's at least twice your height. Easily. Yeah. Right? How many Amandas is that? That's like 1.5-ish Amandas. That's an Amanda and a half. That's a, at least an Amanda and a half. That's, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, but he survived? How long was he under there for? I don't know. I didn't see too much on that one, but like, that's insane. That's crazy. I bet he had like an older cousin who was like, I dare you to get into the hole. (laughs) It's always those older cousins. I know, right? Fucking older cousins. (laughs) I doubt that eight-year-old boy built that hole himself. An eight-foot hole? An eight-year-old boy digging an eight-foot hole would probably take years. (laughs) (laughs) You you can't do that in a day. Your arms, they're so tiny. And I, know. You'd, <laughs> I know. You'd need a snack far before you finished your hole. Absolutely. And your muscle composition is just nothing. <laughs> I mean, sure, people like your fart jokes, but that's <laughs> really what you have to offer. I mean, there, there might be something to be said about, like, the tenacity of an eight-year-old boy. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And the perseverance. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a job to go to. I'll work until my little <laughs> legs fall off my body. Oh, my God. Oh. He's like, I could do this all day. All day. Like, Maybe drink some water. He's like, I said all day, Mom. She's like, don't you want to go swimming with your sister? <laughs> oh, like, fuck no. that bitch. I'm building, I'm building the ninth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in the newspaper, lady. You just watch. Oh. Um, and then the two most recent ones I could find, uh, May 14th, I believe this year, there was a teenager in Utah who was, uh, digging a tunnel, um, which into a sand dune. What? Yeah. Have you ever like been to sand dunes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that shit's hard to get a grip on. It's hard to even walk on. I don't understand how you could tunnel i mean a sand dune usually isn't wet right it's usually bone dry yeah so i don't i have no idea how you would even do that you would have to put up something like some kind of structure right like logs (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to architecture with amanda (laughs) where'd you get those logs (laughs) Right here in my sand dune. Oh. 
Um, so Ian Spendlove uh, was found after half an hour of digging, more than six feet beneath the sand. He was given CPR and rushed to the hospital, but unfortunately did die the next day. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then only a few days later in New Jersey on the Jersey Shore, nothing good happens there. Mm-hmm. Wait till we get to my story. Oh, sh- oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. No, you nailed it. <laughs> Nothing good happens there. But 18-year-old Levi Caverly was visiting the Jersey Shore from Maine, and he and his 17-year-old sister were digging a 10-foot hole using Frisbees. Um, the hole collapsed, dropping them in. The sister was rescued and treated at the scene, but unfortunately Levi died on the in the collapse. Oh, yeah. I am just shocked at how, like, it feels like often this it, happens. It is insane that I searched, like, beach sand collapse, and immediately there were news articles, like, from a few months ago. What in the like, world? I've never seen or heard of anything like this. Exactly. And that's, like, I think kind of, like, why I'm so happy I, I did this one. Because I was like... Fuck, like everyone should know about this. I need to stop digging beach holes. I know. Immediately. So (laughs) experts say don't go deeper than your knees. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. And fill it back in before you leave. (laughs) I did see an like an Instagram video or a TikTok or something where these kids had dug it was huge. It must have been like twenty foot hole because they had to build like little stepping like almost a like a ladder up out of it and the beach patrol came by and we're like no yeah absolutely not and and now hearing this i was like oh they're just having fun but now i'm like no get out of there i'm gonna be that crazy old lady that runs up to kids on the beach like get out of the hole That's like, I think lifeguards are trained to like do that. And they should be. I'm like, why doesn't everyone fucking know about this? Like, do you know about rip currents? I do. You know? Yes. Do you know about sharks? I do. Like, do Mm -hmm. you know about sunburns? I do. Why don't we know about giant holes? This should be general knowledge that they Mm -hmm. teach us in what? Middle school? Along with the sex talk? This should be... Yeah, that that's when that. This should be don't get in cars with strangers, don't build giant holes on the beach. Yeah. That's a class over. <laughs> Just don't do it. That's it. Oh my god, yeah. that's so nuts and I think back to all of the holes that I've dug. Yeah. And like laid down in. Yeah. Like, ah. To be like, "Ah, bury me." But like well, so that's my um very sad uh PSA. Yes, you don't know. dig holes. Yeah. Kids, adults, I know you have a few beers on the beach and it sounds like a lot of fun to dig up. Build up. Build up. Big old sandcastle. There, I would love like a scientific study of like <laughs> the human urge yeah. to build a hole. Because it's like that. adult men, like every, I feel like it's a very frat boy thing too for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we just want to have fun. We just want to accomplish some something. I know, right? We're like, look at this giant hole. <laughs> right? I'm like, I haven't accomplished my dreams, but I did dig a hole. Mm-hmm. So 
Let's put that on the resume. Wow. Yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy. I didn't even know that could happen. So thank you for educating us. You're welcome. Did I did I tell you about this? Uh, One of my friends we're we're talking and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna miss you when you're gone." And I was like, "Where am I going?" He's like, "Well, you'll die someday." <gasps> Wait, what were you talking about in the like five minutes leading up to that? We were talking about me like taking another job or like le- leaving my job, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna miss you when you're gone." The fuck? What? And you're gonna die someday? I was like, you are an absolute lunatic. I love you. Don't talk like that. Oh, my God. You're going to die someday. Maybe sooner than you think. (laughs) But, like, like, I absolutely love that dark stuff. So I'm like, touche. Yes, I will. Not for about 100 years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my story is um, long and disastrous. It's just a a big old mess, a beach mess. I will say I had the biggest shark movie phase. You did? In middle school. Really? What did you watch? Mm -hmm. Deep Blue Sea, which is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Shark Night. Um, which was with the girl from Aquamarine, which is fun. Double-headed shark attack. Uh, Megalodon. Megalodon versus Mechadon. We did Jaws, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sharknado. Sharknado, naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, when the Meg came out with Jason Statham. You oh, know, yeah. I I saw that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Opening night, I was fucking there. That's amazing. I do love Jason Statham, though. So, like, anything that he said. I love Jason Statham. We got to get him and uh, Tom Holland in a movie together. Perfect. So down. (laughs) Spider-Man, turn off the shark. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, oh, shit. You win. You just win. Bye, guys. I don't have any... Prize oh. to give you, but you win forever. Um, we're gonna write that. Don't worry, it's coming out. Hey Bono, it. I'm stealing your intellectual property, but I'm making it better. It doesn't take much. <laughs> if anybody can do it, it's pretty much everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I will be covering the shark attacks of Jersey Shore, 1916. So there's a movie, and there's actually two different versions of it. I watched the one from like 2007 called okay. 12 Days of Terror, Ooh. starring Colin Egglesfield, who is really, really cute. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> and he's got his like 1916 like haircut. And I'm like, oh. Quick, quick little Google break. Is this a documentary or a. No, it's a movie. Oh, it's a television film. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks like. um. Robbie Amell, if you know, he's like Robbie Amell's like a real CW boy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Colin Egglesfield um does 
he did like general hospital and a bunch amazing. of amazing yes amazing and he is super cute especially in 1916 so <laughs> he's got that like those bones and that hair and i'm like mm. oof yes so he plays lifeguard and real person alexander ott 1916 it's hot as balls and i'm picturing it like this summer but it's one of the hottest on record. We can put ourselves there easily. Exactly. So easily. Mm-hmm. When I walk outside, I am drenched in my own mm-hmm. sweat. Mm-hmm. So it's one of the hottest summers. Beach bathing was bigger than the bicycle, bigger <laughs> than horse and buggy. Bigger. It was the biggest thing to do, I'm assuming, because they didn't have air conditioning and they couldn't yeah. just hole up in a room and watch Netflix. So. Now, just to kind of place myself in history... Where mm-hmm. what were women's bathing suits like? <gasps> Hannah, I love you so much. <laughs> yes, I was just about to say, beachwear <laughs> was <laughs> just hilarious <laughs> for women. It was like a full long sleeve dress. It came down to about knee length. It had like a collar and everything, and then you would wear like these socks oh my god oh my god that sounds so awful i would hate that speak about like danger in rip currents like Uh, wearing a dress and a rip current Mm -mm -mm. you're wearing like what five to ten pounds of clothing to the beach i'm like no i'm out no absolutely (laughs) not and the guys would wear those like um do you know who pugsley adams is from the adams family yes He's got the like the like, like the striped Yeah, his romper, his striped romper. That. So the guys were definitely more comfortable, but you know, more dressed than today. At the same time, it's World War One. So U boats are kind of going up and down the coast and they can see them but nobody's really worried about that they're like it's summertime it's jersey shore bitch let's go (laughs) and and also there's a polio epidemic so life is just like tough titties and things feel complicated because on one hand we have polio but on the other hand like the beach and people were trying to get their kids out of the cities so like boston new york like all those cities and go to the beach where there was like fresh air but there is tons of fresh air and sand to crush you but also there's sharks so all anybody wanted to do was just get in the water and july 1st 1914 beach haven on the jersey shore a young man named Charles Van Sant was the first victim of a series of shark attacks. So he's just out doing his thing. He's playing with his dog in the water and is just like, hey, yeah, yeah, just like living his life. And oh, I love uh, when dogs get in the water. Me too. And he starts yelling. <sighs> and people think that he's yelling for the dog or like mm. just like hey hey come here come here you know um but he's like hey hey i'm getting my legs chopped uh yeah so it was a different kind of of yelling so they the lifeguard sees him runs in grabs him and uh 
he has a large bite taken out of his left <gasps> leg and Shit. they get him to the Engleside Hotel where he bleeds to death on the manager's desk. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. The, and like this, the movie that I watched was actually shockingly accurate really? to all. Like you see all of these like small details depicted. I was like, holy Interesting. shit. Okay, okay. But like on the manager's desk and someone's like ringing the bell and they're like, hey, I'm still trying to check in. It's covered in blood. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's giving It's giving white lotus. <laughs> it's giving such white lotus. So, yes, I can see Jennifer Coolidge being like, excuse me, I need to check in, but there's a body. <laughs> Sorry. So this was seen as an isolated incident. People, most people didn't even think that it was like a shark they're like it could have been a turtle we don't know did you see a shark did anybody see a shark and they're like no but a huge bite was taken out of his leg so we and they're like no 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 no." the press specifically de-escalated this whole thing they were like classic probably not a big deal like nobody worry about it like we're not even sure it was a shark uh nobody saw anything cool that was like the move in jaws too which i know was like fictional but like based on real life but like i feel like that happens in a lot of shark movies (laughs) i feel like that too well and especially because um at this time like nobody really knew anything about sharks like they were mostly speculation so even even if it was a shark they're like shark don't feed on humans they're not even Mm. they never even get this close or something i don't know i read a book which was actually a children's book and it was you know not very informative and that's all they know (laughs) yeah fair so cut to six days later the beaches are packed but people are a little jumpy understandable Mm -hmm. uh kind of like me making toast (laughs) (laughs) now what (laughs) i was literally like i was watching this movie and I, I was making toast in the kitchen, and the toast popped up, and I was like, Gah! <laughs> Shark movie made me really jumpy. Oh. So I can only imagine what a real shark attack oh. would do to people. So the same day, this like, six days later, 45 miles north of Beach Haven in a place called Spring Lake, also on the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. 27-year-old Charles Bruder who was a bell captain at the Essex and Sussex Hotel, was attacked. He was out doing his thing as mm-hmm. well. When he was attacked, two women noticed screaming, and then they looked out and saw that a a canoe with a red hull had capsized and was, like, floating towards the, oh. the surface of the water. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, isn't it weird that that canoe oh, no. is tipped over? That was Charles, and it was blood. But I don't know how you mistake blood and a body for a canoe with a red hull. I was that kind of confused. It me. was 1916. People had never seen a canoe before. They yeah, <laughs> all still speculation. Nobody could afford LASIK. What if everybody's eyesight was just shit, and they're just like, oh, it's red <laughs> canoe. Great. If it floats, it's a boat. (laughs) So 
they notified two lifeguards of the canoe and they were like, oh shit, no, that's not a canoe. Because they knew there were sharks in the water or a shark, mm-hmm. they took a boat out to get him instead of swimming out to him. Oh. Uh, they got him in a lifeboat, but he had lost both his legs and <gasps> bled to death. I oh know. my God. Like before they even hit the shore, he was Jeez. gone. I know. Just, oh, it's so scary. And especially because you're just having a good time. Like, ugh. you're not digging holes. You're just swimming stuff. I yeah. So according to the New York Times, women were panic-stricken and fainted as Bruder's <sighs> mutilated body was brought ashore. God damn. They always got to mention it. They've always got to mention the women fainting. Listen, I don't know how long you go without fainting, but for me, it's like a day and a half. That's in true. Each faint. I'm just passing out all That's the time. <laughs> I'll see like a dead bird on the street and I'll just fucking pass out. Absolutely. <laughs> I saw a single ant earlier today and I was on the ground. I had fainted. <laughs> but I'm like, why, I mean, why does it always have to be mentioned? Every time. It's all, it's constantly in every article. Oh, women passed out so you know it was bad. It's like, oh. Also, it's like maybe they passed out because they were wearing dresses in like 100 degree heat. Yeah. And corsets. So you just like were crushing their lungs and it's 100 mm-hmm. degrees and you don't let them eat or drink anything. Mm-hmm. I've seen Kira Knightley in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I think of every time. So... The growing panic cost New Jersey resort owners an estimate of $250,000 that year, and that is $6.2 million today. Oh, fuck. Yes, it's in lost tourism, and sunbathing declined by 75%. (laughs) So, good for your skin. Yes, so did skin cancer (laughs) that year. Stay in the shade. So, after the second attack amidst growing panic... uh, of the residents and the tourists, steel netting was put up around the beaches. So, sure, that's cool. There were like a bunch of individual beaches. So some yeah. of them did it and some of them did not. Okay. So I don't really know how, like how well it worked, but um, but yay for effort. <laughs> and at this time too, a fish doctor or a fish professor from New York, Dr. Nichols, came to... I told the fish doctor <laughs> I was in love with you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what is that from? I love it. <laughs> oh my God, a witch doctor? Oh, okay. Mm. I was like, a fish I was like, oh man, is that from Big Fish? <laughs> watch it it's from the the movie car wash (laughs) with those horrifyingly animated fish and i think will smith was in it i'm gonna have to go back to that for sure (laughs) my brain is absolutely fried right now (laughs) we got monday vibes it's all good so dr nichols came to do a press conference and to calm the public he assured everyone that these two incidents were isolated that like shark attacks were super rare and that it was probably just like a rabid turtle or something. The turtle shit. I know. I mean, I guess. I mean, maybe, but like also everything about the turtle theory was speculative too. So they don't know anything about sharks. They don't know anything about turtles. They're just like, probably not a shark, probably a turtle, but like, you don't know. I mean, think about how much like we don't know about the ocean nowadays. Yeah. Like back then. Oof. Like, 
seriously nothing. But this is where it gets pretty cray-cray, banana pants. So everyone's kind of calmed down a little bit. Well, a couple of days later, Wednesday, July 12th, uh, in Matawan Creek near Keyport, which is like 30 miles north of Spring Lake. So the attacks mm-hmm. just keep going north. Sure. And people thought that they were going to end up in New York City. So they were like warning people by telegram, like all up the coast. They're like, the sharks are coming for you. Get off the beaches. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like... The sharks are coming for you. Lock your doors. And they're like, we don't, the shark's not going to come in the front door. They're like, it might. You don't know. We know nothing. <laughs> We're like, shark have legs? Don't know. Probably. I don't know. It's shit's crazy out here. So Matawan actually resembles more of like a Midwestern town than like an Atlantic beach resort. And okay. if you see it in the movie, it does look like really nice peaceful and there's like a creek the matawang creek that kind of rolls through there exactly what your face just did no yes so you're thinking it's a creek a freshwater creek because most creeks are freshwater creeks a shark would not go into freshwater oh but no fucking way they he she did yes or (gasps) yes So, Matawan's location made it unlikely for interactions between sharks and humans because it's freshwater. But alas, here we are. And it was, was the town itself, like, landlocked besides the creek? Um, Or did it have shoreline? It didn't have shoreline. So, it's, like, in enough that, like, you have the freshwater creek going throughout, but it's, like, far enough away from the shore where you'd be like, there's no fucking way a shark would ever it in that way so thomas cottrell a sea captain and matawan resident spotted an eight foot long shark in the creek but the town dismissed him an amanda and a half long shark yep that's exactly right that's that's how i envisioned it big boy a chonky yep exactly so uh the town dismissed him they're like okay captain tom you don't know what you're talking about there's no way a shark would be in the creek well around Mm -hmm. 2 p.m july 12th a group of local boys Mm. i know some scamps with their little like 1916 like oh see Or something. Oh, we're going to play stickball. Right. I get off work <laughs> at three. Like, let's go. You know? So Lester Stillwell, 11 years old, and his buddies were playing in the creek together. It's an area called Wyckoff Dock. And they saw what they thought was, quote, an old black weather-beaten board or a weathered log. But it was a dorsal fin. Fuck. So they're like, what's that floating in the water? Some kind of law? Let's get closer. Like, yeah, like, let's see if we can hang on to let's it. Let's take a closer look. Uh, get the dog in here. Let's see what he do. We're going to go tunnel into some sand. We need a log. <laughs> Have you ever tunneled into a sand dune? Here we go. We're doing it today. So, <sighs> shit. They saw a dorsal fin and then realized it was a shark, which is good before they could climb over and try to good. try to cling yeah, to it. Geez. Um, But before Stillwell... Uh, Lester could climb out of the creek. The shark pulled him underwater. 
Mm. Uh, the boys, Ugh. the boys ran for help, and several men, including a local businessman, Watson Stanley Fisher, twenty-four years old, came to the rescue. And mm. he's his name is Stanley in the movie. He dives in to get Lester because they thought he'd had like a seizure. Because still, people were like. There's no shark. It couldn't possibly be a shark. Yeah. Well, after locating the boy's body and attempting to get him back oh. to shore, the shark attacked uh, <gasps> Stanley as well. Fuck. And both of them did not survive. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, Stanley, the the guy who dove in to, to rescue Lester, um, got a massive bite on his right thigh and Ugh. he, they tried to get him to the hospital, but, uh, oh, they, and they did, sorry, got to Monmouth Memorial Hospital at 5.30 p.m. And he bled to death. Jeez. I know, I know, I'm so sorry. Your poor face, Ugh. I know, I know. Hey, 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 it gets better, it gets better. Oof. It gets so much better. Oh, does it? Yes, it does. I don't believe you. And, and not in and not in the way that I say it gets better when it gets worse. It get, actually gets better. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> you do say that a lot. I know. I'm like, oh, it gets better, and I mean, just more gnarly better. So Lester's body is finally recovered, and he is, uh, t- you know, his family is given the body and stuff like that. The fifth and final victim. Joseph Dunn, 14, of New York City, was attacked a half a mile up from where these two... the Like up the creek? Up the creek. He was half a mile up and was in the creek playing with his brother and his friend. Um, got snagged by on his left leg by the shark. But his brother and his friend yanked him hard enough, like this vicious tug of war with a massive shark... <laughs> holy fuck and they pulled him out which is great and he you know he did get bit so he went to the hospital and was released a few months later in september with a limp but otherwise totally fine oh yeah oh yeah so joseph dunn you made it well he's definitely not alive anymore but well, I mean, <laughs> no <laughs> wow that is truly that feels like like classic like you know how in Jaws it's like and in most shark movies it's like this one shark is terrorizing everyone. Yes. And I feel like usually I'm like, that doesn't actually happen. But it kinda did. Well and, and that's just it. People are trying to speculate, like, is this a group of sharks? Is it one shark? Sure. So they call, they start calling it the Jersey Man Eater. <laughs> and after the fifth attack, hunting the man-eater shark became, like, a super popular hobby. So people, there are pictures. Oh, shit. And people lined up on, like, the, the bank of the creek, and there are armed boats patrolling the shoreline so people can kill the man-eater. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there was a $100 reward out for whoever would kill the man-eater, which is $2,500 today. And... Yeah, so they're just, like, they're doing this as, like, a, it's a big thing. They have to catch the man-eater. So hundreds of sharks are captured on the East Coast as a result of these attacks. Mm, and I don't know how to feel about that. It makes me a little sad. I have real mixed feelings about this because I'm like, oh, man. Like, obviously, this is horrendous. Like, this many attacks 
this close together in like this one Mm -hmm. area is a huge deal and like absolutely crazy so you're like okay how do we deal with this how is it like is it one shark is it multiple shark what do we do and then they're like let's just kill them all i'm like it's it's like shark's gonna shark yeah you know like like we kind of discussed in like animal our animal episode like they're they're doing like their thing you know like absolutely and (sighs) i think maybe killing all of them isn't the solution i think um maybe we just keep those steel nets in place and uh yeah maybe we uh kill i would mm, i would be okay if we cannot gently redirect it mm-hmm. i would understand killing any creek sharks right i would i would understand that as well um like maybe we stay out of the water for like a couple of days a couple of weeks whatever mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, it was the largest scale animal hunt in history, and wow. several people claimed to have caught the Jersey man eater. But there were like multiple sharks caught. Uh, a lot of them, their stomachs were opened to see what they had consumed human, non human, da da da. But on July 14th, Harlem taxidermist and Barnum and Bailey lion tamer. <gasps> I know. Oh my god. Michael Schleser. Schleiser. Schleiser. Oh. <laughs> Caught a seven and a half foot, 325 pound shark. Okay. While fishing just a few miles from the mouth of the Matawang Creek where the last attacks happened. Okay. And this shark is fucking huge. So it basically like almost sank the boat. <gasps> Before Whoa. Schleiser killed it with a broken oar. Sir? I'm sorry. Oh my god, my new hero? I know. I was like, who are you? Jason Statham? I know. Get out of here. And I'm imagining this guy to be like in his 70s. I don't know why. Uh, so he kills this giant shark with an oar. And when the shark's belly was opened, there was a, quote, suspicious fleshy material and bones and up to about two-thirds of a milk crate some milk and cookies yeah i was like a milk crate he's he's like nom 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 humans Ooh, plastic nom, 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 nom. <laughs> those aren't the same so mm. scientists identified the shark as a young great white mm. and the ingested remains as human sure. uh soon thereafter the tides changed like the current mm-hmm. the warm current that they think brought the shark the sharks or shark to shore went out and around and no more shark attacks so here's the thing mm-hmm. here's what i know from my years of shark shark love shark fascination mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah yeah if you are resistant to fighting climate change Think about this. Great whites like to sunbathe, just like you or me. And so mm-hmm. as shit gets warmer, more great whites get closer to shore. So, yeah. you know. And what's your option? You're not going to go to the beach anymore, so you're going to go to what, like a rooftop pool? Do you know how much those cost to get into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. You know, when you want to drink your Coors Light on the beach, nope, you're going to be spending $100 for a mimosa in Chelsea, so mm-hmm. so maybe just think about that before you don't recycle. 
Come on, get it together, you guys. Just kidding, the blame is on corporations. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Ugh. Somebody was telling me the other day that we just like ship our recycling off to other countries mm-hmm. that we don't even recycle it. Mm-hmm. I was like, the f- fuck? Mm-hmm. Why not? Don't know. I'm not doing anything. I could, I could do it. I could burn some plastic or whatever it is. I think the point is that we don't burn it. Oh, I think okay, that's sorry, actually I directly anti-recycling. I don't actually uh, <laughs> understand how recycling works. I just, <laughs> I'm like, we make a big fire, right? Just burn <laughs> we it make and bonfire that's... and we roast s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> and then we dig a big beach hole, right? <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a shit show, disaster, psycho summertime story of psycho summertime that might be the episode title it's <laughs> pretty good psycho summertime baby oh that is pretty good that's on brand. we're kind of on fire today yeah right we're kind of crushing well uh do you have any good news well speaking of climate change the new bill that was just passed yes in the senate which is gonna like yeah. help climate change it's going to, like, reduce prices on medication. Amanda's so proud of me because I actually researched good news this week. I am so <laughs> proud of you. Oh, my God. Instead of like, just coming she in had and being it. like, <laughs> instead of being like, these are the snacks I have. <laughs> have you ever had a rainbow cookie? It's really good. No, I'm so proud of you. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, that's great news. I'm excited about that. And it also, I mean, I'm, I think I've probably made it clear through this podcast i'm a pretty like liberal person (laughs) so and while like yeah i don't like most politicians it's nice that like this was such a win for the democrats because it's like hopefully will help them like maintain power a little more (laughs) absolutely and you know we're also kind of I mean, just like keyed into like, oh my, like, what is the Senate doing? What if the Senate loses? What if this happens? And and all of this. So it's good to, and I mean, like, I'm kind of a cynic in this way that I'm like, I mean, like, yes, in theory, it'll help climate change. Yeah. But it is the U.S. government. I know. And it is corporations. (laughs) And it is capitalism. Dude. But I am hopeful. We never give up hope. It, it was just, it's so nice to see, like, something from the government that's positive. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's the most yeah. depressing thing ever. N- no, but you're absolutely right, though. It's been a fucking dumpster fire for years. And, um, well, that's great. Yeah. Amanda, do you have any good news? I do. Mine sounds so stupid now, but I bought a record player. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Amanda, this is how I feel every fucking week. This okay. is how I always I like. Feel. I was like, "Well, you had something important to say, and I'm just no. like, nah. we've just swapped places this week." <laughs> do you have records yet, or do you need to get records? No, nope. I need to get records. I know. I was like, I, I don't have any records, but like they're expensive, they so I'm like, are. I don't know. Maybe if they're like fifty bucks per record. I was like, what? They are, but if you make like an event out of like going to record stores and really like digging through like it takes a minute but like you can find some gold yeah and I think that's what I'm gonna do is is go find some vintage records and Mm. and you know really transform into the elderly lady that I perfect 
I truly want to be. So we gotta get you like a smoking <laughs> chair and like a cigar robe so you can listen to your records. Yes. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. That like my whole life would just be complete. I'm like I'd be sitting here in my smoking jacket and just be like, I've peaked. I uh, it's not gonna get better than this. <laughs> I did see a kitty today uh, in the park next to my house, and I was like. Oh, Ooh, you want to come with me? And he was like, no. <laughs> no. All set. Oh. I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll mm. think about you. And he's like, I'm not going to think about you. You've so. already left my mind and I'm still looking at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, this has been disastrous. I'm Amanda. I'm Hannah. Feel free to reach out to us at disastrouspod at gmail.com. Tell us any of your personal disasters, any disasters you think we should cover, um, just any reactions, anything you just want to say hi. Yeah. You can follow us at disastrouspod on Instagram. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, just let us know. Tell us anything and everything, and we want to hear it. Yeah. So we will uh, catch you on the flippy floppy. Bye. Bye.